It's Jim, it's the World of Bonds, and it's Monday the 29th of March 2021. This is for professional investors only and never investment advice. US Treasury bond yields 1.66% today. It's equity markets where all the action is again at the moment. So um, a family office, Archegos, um, sold about $20 billion worth of Chinese and US tech names in big block trades on Friday, sending those markets lower and some individual names down nearly 30% there. And two investment banks, Numura and Credit Suisse, have said that they have exposure to losses. And in fact, quite a lot of the investment banks appear to have uh, smaller exposures than those two to, um, to this name as well. So that's causing quite a lot of stir in equity markets today. The other thing people have been talking about is the quarter end rebalance. So let's imagine you're a a pension fund or some uh, institution and you have a fixed asset allocation of, let's say, 60, 40, 50, 50, something like that, bonds and stocks. Well, so far this quarter, uh, the S&P is up around about 6% and TLT, which is an ETF looking at 20 year plus US Treasury bonds, uh, that's down about 13% this quarter. So if you uh, if you were strict about your rebalancing every quarter, you would have to be selling, you know, a good chunk of your equities to buy a big chunk of treasuries. Um, and that's what people are kind of hoping for, fearing. I don't know. It depends how you're positioned, of course, um, in the next couple of days as those big institutions rebalance at the end of the quarter. Probably will be a damp squid. Anyway, we will see and we'll also see whether the demand for US Treasuries is there. And this is something that people have also been worrying about quite a lot recently. Who's going to start turning up? at these increasingly large US Treasury bond auctions. So the size of US Treasury bond auctions has increased dramatically. Um, I was looking at a chart that Deutsche Bank put out recently and you can see on this that you know nominal security auction sizes have risen from about 20 billion US dollars in 2006 to more like 60 billion US dollars um, today in 2021. So a huge increase in the volume of uh, auction sizes and at the same time one measure of demand of auctions is how many people turn up to play and you look at this many ways but um, the most simplistic is bid to cover ratios so that's how many people bid in the auction compared to how many bonds are up for sale now again if we went back to 2012 something like that you'd be looking at three to four times bid to cover so you know three to four times as many bids for the bonds ready for sale as um, are for sale nowadays that's more like two to two and a half times so a significant um, decrease in this bid to cover ratio of course when we look at both these things together, both the size of supply and the bid to cover ratio deterioration, the correlation with bond yields is actually not there. You know, you would say, if you're purely running a correlation, you'd say that actually weak bid to cover ratios and large auction sizes result in lower bond yields, not higher bond yields. Um, and that's of course because um, as treasury supply increases, it's usually because the economy is doing badly. And when the economy is doing badly, interest rates are low and inflation is, is low as well. So not necessarily the end of the world for uh, treasury bond yields, um, as we've seen, but certainly something that people are talking about a lot and starting to get a bit nervous uh, about. I'm going to finish with two quick 
a little factoid. It's a quiz question really for you this morning. Um, for, for those of you who follow pensions, courtesy of um, my, my Christmas subscription to the BBC History magazine that someone got me. Okay, so in what year did the last pension from the American Civil War uh, last get paid out? Uh, you know, so the last person entitled to a American Civil War pension died in this year. Remember, the American Civil War was 1861 to 1865. Um, the answer, 2003. So 2003, someone was claiming $70 a month. It was Gertrude, um, how do you say her name, Jane Way. And she married her husband, who was an Illinois cavalry officer, when he was 81 and she was 18 in 1927. And she lived to be 93 years old. So that pension was paid in three separate centuries. Uh, first to him, of course, and then to her uh, when he died in the 20th century. And she lived until the 21st century. So uh, something in there for uh, actuaries and people interested in longevity and pensions. Finally, finally, I'm just going to quickly mention that um, I have started watching The Crown. I'm up to season three, episode five. No spoilers, really, of course. Um, but in that episode, Lord Mountbatten, who I think is uh, uncle of um, Prince Philip, something like that. I don't know. You can look it up on, uh, on the Internet. Uh, but Lord Mountbatten and Cecil King, who was a director of the Bank of England, plot a coup d'etat against uh, Labour Prime Minister Harold Wilson from inside the Bank of England, which, which is something I never learnt about at school, that there was a, you know, a viable coup d'etat against um, a UK leader in the end of the 1960s. Um, you can read about this as well, and it turns out it's largely true. The actual meeting did not take place within the Bank of England, but Cecil King was indeed a director of the Bank of England, and it was a viable um, coup attempt that got quite uh, far down the line, um, and Harold Wilson was, was very worried about. Um, so yeah, Bank of England director involved in a coup d'etat against um, against the um, Prime Minister of the UK. Worth a watch anyway, as, as I'm sure you're all ahead of me and you're probably at the end by now. But anyway, uh, have a good week. I'll catch up with you soon. Bye.